Hello and thank you for listening to this week's edition of the Virginia Headwaters Council's podcast. This podcast is an attempt to have a discussion about what is going on in your local scouting council. If there is anything that we can do to make this platform more to your liking, we will do our best. Don't forget that you can go online to any of our socials like Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter and see a link to leave us a voice message through the Anchor app. Any of your questions or comments that you leave for the council or for myself, we will try to answer them on the next podcast. Thank you. Hello and welcome. My name is Joshua Calderon and I am the district executive in the Massanon District within the great Virginia Headwaters Council. And I am proud to be here with you today, speaking to you, hopefully giving you some information that you may not have. And if you do have the information, well, thank you for being here and sitting along for the ride. I do want to start off and apologize that we did not continue with the podcast. I know that some of you actually reached out to me and said, what do we do to get it back? Uh, I had several calls actually just like that. And the answer was simple and it wasn't at the same time. Um, due to some complications, I'll leave it as that, we were unable to continue the podcast the way that it should have been presented. Um, and so in return, our efforts were focused elsewhere and for good reason. So, uh, But for now, with the way that um, our communities are feeling due to the uh, virus and the pandemic that is currently going on, uh, we felt that it necessary to bring it back. So just sit along and, and enjoy the ride for me. Uh, we will have two interviews today. One is with our council scout executive, Jim Battaglia, and the other one's with a uh, local PAC um, uh, cubmaster of the PAC uh, up in Orange County, if I'm correct, uh, Tracy Stakem. And she's also in charge of our day camps for council, and I don't think we're going to get into that, but she's got some tips and tricks that she actually did to get her PAC up and running during this social isolation and social distancing times. So first off, I do want to hope that every single one of your families are staying out there and being safe. Uh, if, there's, if there's anything I can do, uh, the council can do, the scouting community as a whole can do, please reach out to us. Uh, we, are a f- we are a family and we know that. We care about each and every one of us. And this is, this is when it really gets to show it. Um, when you get to do your good turn daily, when you're cooped up inside, sometimes it's hard to find it. So, you know, planning that out and trying to figure that out too is it's always important. So, I we've been posting a lot on social media um, recently. This is kind of how it goes when you're when you're stuck indoors. You got to figure out not just ways of keeping yourself busy, but also ways to inform people what's kind of going on. Things are changing rapidly. I actually recorded this previously. Um, and I just felt like I needed to, you know, record it again because actually I just got an email and I'm going to check it one last time. Um, and this is coming in from Scott Lancey, our program director. He is working uh, tirelessly. Um, you know, he's, he's working as much as he normally does during this time. Um, he sent us a FAQ that um, the national office put out finally. A lot of these FAQs are talking about advancement. Advancement, they break it down very easily. Um, so they talk about advancement and how to track it remotely. Then they talk about Cub Scout advancement, what that means, um, you know, who can sign off on certain things like that. Then they go into advancement with Scouts PSA, Venturing, and Sea Scouts. And that's a little bit more lengthy of a process. And they tail it off actually with Eagle questions. So if you have any questions about border reviews, um, I'm just reading over this for the first time, things like that. I would please 
I would highly advise you read this document. Um, it'll be linked on our social media page just so people understand kind of what's going on. Uh, it also talks about in-person unit activities and what we should be doing. Uh, a lot of these have been, uh, I mean, all of them, we've, we've said in our council that all meetings be held online and no in-person meetings whatsoever. Um, I know some troops that, you know, said, well, we're around 10 people and uh, you know for a fact that it would be better and safer to do that. Um, we in the Boy Scouts of America r- routinely um, value safety and many of our volunteers know this. Uh, up front, when you, before you get registered, you are required to do youth protection training. Um, I always say, I need, I need to see the certificate. Um, and so, you know, that's a statement of, I need to see the certificate of approval saying that you've completed youth protection training um, so that we can then register you. That's a barrier protection, uh, which a lot of you know, that doesn't just protect the youth, but also protects yourself. Um, you know, we, we go to extensive measures to put um, large policies for insurance on youth and adults in our program. Uh, you know, we, we make sure that our camps are certified um, for a reason. We make sure they stay up to code. We make sure that there's regulations in play for almost everything that we do as far as camperies go, events, anything that goes on. Safety is our number one priority, um, and it always has been. So we don't we don't take this lightly. Um, we will adhere to everything that is being brought out through the governor's office, through um, anything that's coming out through national um, BSA, uh, CDC, um, the WHO, anything that's coming out through these organizations that are highly trained professionals uh, that know what they're doing, uh, that are setting these guidelines, we're going to adhere to. So I'm going to let this kick off with our scout executive, Jim Bataglia, uh, and then I will kind of recap a little bit of what he said. We'll jump right into Tracy Stakem, and then I'll end this off. So thank you, guys. Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm with our Scout Executive, Jim Bataglia, um, in these times, and he has been putting up updates regularly for the council um, through social media and through our website. So if you, for some reason, haven't seen those, um, our website is dahcbsa.org, and the first thing you're going to see is actually an update from him regarding what the uh, current situation of our council is and the current situation of what kind of everything is going on. Jim, it's glad to have you on here. Thanks, Josh. I appreciate the time. Yeah. So I know that you've been putting up some updates, and this time we got to see some bullet points and some additional updates. Um, so I think that's what we're going to go over. Um, so I'm going to literally go down the list. The first one we have here is Camp Shenandoah remains closed until further notice. Um, is this something else that councils are doing across the nation? I know you're in you know, cahoots with everyone and talking to everyone. Yes, Josh. As I'm talking with other Scott executives across the country, uh, many – if not all of their scouting facilities are, are are closed until we work through this. And it's different for every state and every county. But right now, Camp Shenandoah is going to remain closed until we get the, uh, you know, the all clear um, and when things start to stabilize. And correct me if I'm wrong, I believe that we're still doing, I think our ranger is still working, correct, out there? Yes, our, our ranger, uh, Bill Hunter, is still working full-time getting camp ready. Um, for either weekend camping when we can do that uh, safely and in accordance with all the you know state and local laws, and mm-hmm. gearing up for summer camp. Uh, right now we're 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 full bore going as as if summer camp's going to happen. I know 
Scott's doing staff interviews uh, right now as we speak and into this evening. And we're preparing for a few different models, and a lot of other scout camps are doing that, whether they're going to run three weeks or four weeks or two weeks uh, or no weeks, to be honest with you. But right now we are we are a go, and, you know, we're going to just press forward. Okay. And I know that we have decided to close the scout shop. Uh, it's literally in the very first line here, and I think that came after the governor's uh, Virginia's recent update on non-essential businesses being open. Um, but your second bullet point here is we will fill orders and deliver or leave outside during business hours only. Um, is that uh, available so people can call in and maybe get um, advancement if they needed it, uh, mayor badge pamphlets, anything like that? Yes, <clears throat> we 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 did close our shop and our store to the public. Um, we, you know, we had to. We were a non-essential business, and we will do our our civic duty and you know comply. Um, we just don't. We want to protect people, and we want to protect our our three employees, our four employees that are still in the office uh, that are processing advancement eagle applications. You know, we went to uh, online Eagle Scout Board of Review, which has been approved. Um, we're talking about doing unit elections uh, for for uh, you know senior patrol leader online. Uh, the order of the arrow is addressing some different issues um, as far as elections go. <clears throat> but right now we. Um, we will leave them outside uh, during business hours. That way, we, you know, it's secure. We can watch them. You can pick them up if you need to. Um, if not, we will do our best to deliver them as long as we're able to travel, um, you know, under local conditions. Right. Okay. Um, and so then the your next bullet point talks about please follow all local, state, and federal guidelines regarding social distancing. I know that we're actually going to have Tracy Stakem on here uh, a little bit later um, after we talk, um, actually interviewing her about what she did with her pack. Um, and so she, I know in her short snippet, which we put up on Facebook, she's telling all of her Cub Scouts to remember to um, practice social distancing during this time. Um, so the the one that uh, also on here is all unit district and council meetings will not be held in person and should continue online. Um, I believe we had a board meeting. I think all of the committees have met through the districts online. Um, are we seeing this being successful? We are. We are seeing it being very successful. Uh, we had, I think, 39 people uh, via Zoom on our um, board meeting uh, last week. And I know district committee meetings and unit-level committee meetings are happening on Zoom. Um, so it's a free service. Uh, but the council, uh, we decided to purchase the upgrade to make sure that we can accommodate more than 100 people uh, if need be. Uh, but, yeah, we're, everything should be happening online and not in person at this point. Okay. Um, the the next one talks about field staff, uh, so myself, um, saying, you know, we are working full-time remotely. You reach by phone, email, or online. I know that we're putting out a lot of stuff right now, um, how-tos, what-to-dos. Um, I know I put up some stuff about mental health uh, for your child and mental health for yourself during this time, just to kind of keep that also conscientious. Um, so I just wanted to say that that's that's what we're doing uh, as a council is that our field staff is operational. Um, I know that we've been, in, I've been inundated with some calls recently, especially today, um, which is good. Uh, leaders calling out, wondering what we're planning on doing, uh, what they should be doing. Um, the next one you have on here, which I'm interested to talk about, is the council will be launching an online merit badge program as well as a themed Cub Weevilos and Arrow of Light programming. Do we have any update on that? I don't know if we do yet. 
<clears throat> we have our Council Advancement Committee, along with our Council Program Director, working on launching this, hopefully in the next 48 hours. Okay. Uh, we're, we're securing merit badge instructors now. I believe we have uh, 10 of them for the 10 merit badges we want to do. And we're just working out the schedule and how to do that, uh, you know, via obviously Zoom and online. We're also looking at other methods to do the uh, Cub Scout, you know, Weeblos and uh, and Arrow of Light uh, programs, uh, like a 30-day challenge type of a thing. So all that is hopefully going to be released here in the next, you know, 48 to 72 hours. Um, that's why we're keeping the field staff working remotely. Um, returning phone calls and just helping people through this because I know you guys have been inundated and there's a lot of questions, uh, you know, what we can do and, you know, those types of things. And um, it's all good stuff, to be honest with you. People are still want to do scouting, which is great, and they, and they want to do it with their kids at home. I know my wife and I are with our two boys, um, and that's strong, you know, keeping them going on that. And, uh, yeah, the mental heart, the mental health part of this is really big. Everybody, I know it's tough. It's not easy. My kids have been in the house now, I think, for two weeks. We're having coloring book contests. We're having, and we're doing puzzles. We're, <laughs> we're, we're, yeah, we're reading as a family. Um, so there's, there's a lot of things like that you can do and, you know, we should do. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where we are with things right now. Yeah. I know you said at the very end of this, which also just struck me when I read this the other day, actually, your email said, remember, we are all scouts all the time. Um, and I think that just hit a little bit different at this time. Um, I mean, it, it's really interesting to hear what uh, people are coming up with. I think that's that's great. Um, we have a very diverse council. Um, and we're blessed with that, I believe. Um, I know you would say the same. And uh, so in that, we have a lot of different perspectives in, um, on what to do while you're home. Um, and so it's always good to see what they're doing. Um, but, yeah, so thank you for being a part of this. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? No, just everybody, remember, just like you said, Josh, we're scouts all the time. Be scout to your neighbors, your communities, your, you know, your friends and family. Just please be safe and be strong. And we're going to get through this together. Okay. Our, our strength has always been our resolve and uh, our resolve has always been our strength. And it goes both ways. So thank you, everybody. And, you know, please reach out to us if you need us in any way. Perfect. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Josh. Appreciate the time. So that was a message from our scout executive, someone that, like many people in many professions right now, is working very diligently on getting information out as quick as possible and as accurate as possible. If for some reason um, you do not see something or you have questions about anything, please reach out to myself, any one of the council staff, or him. Um... Jim is someone that uh, will take questions and answer them accordingly. Uh, Sometimes they'll get backed up a little bit. He does get inundated with a lot of stuff, especially right now. So, But if you have any questions for him, he'll be happy to take them. Now, moving on to my next uh, interview, I'm really excited about this one. This is with a lady named Tracy Stakem, like I mentioned before. She's a Cub Master Pac-14 in Orange County and just started a female uh, unit. She is great. She's uh, she, she's going to talk a little bit about what her pack did this week. So enjoy, and then I'll finish out the podcast. Hello, and welcome back. I'm now with Tracy Stakem, Cubmaster of Pack 14, um, and we are so glad to have her on here. We're really excited. Uh, if you've seen our Facebook page, you and a lot of people actually have seen this video um, circle, uh, circulating around, 
She had her first PAC meeting via Zoom via Zoom uh, last night, actually. Uh, welcome, Tracy. Hi, Josh. Thanks for having me. Of course. Um, so I, I have some questions, of course. Uh, with some of these people that have reached out to me today, even I was in a day with a lot of calls of people saying, you know, we're getting stir crazy. We told you we didn't really want to have a PAC meeting, but now we kind of do. Um, it, was this a difficult process to start? Well, fortunately, I have a, a Zoom account through the school that I work with, and I was able to set the meeting up. But I, I assume that it's a pretty easy app to to download. Um, you just schedule the meeting, and I uh, it generates the the link for you, and then I send the email out to the pack, and I asked them to hop on, and we just met at our normal time, 7 p.m. on Tuesday evening, and. They started, you know, showing up. I was hoping I would get a handful, and I think I had about 14 scouts show up for the meeting. That's great. Yeah, I mean, the I will, I will tell everyone, the council does have a council Zoom account. Um, if a Packer troop would like to use it for any specific reason, as long as we are not using it for a meeting, uh, we would not see that being a, you know, a problem. Uh, we could set that up for you pretty easily. So there is a person that has a problem with that. Usually, uh, Zoom is a free account. Um, anything underneath an hour, anything underneath 100 people, uh, it's a free system to use. I actually used it for my birthday party the other day um, online, and it worked actually really well. Uh, so it was uh, it was quite interesting. So I actually saw saw the video. Of course, you started off with the Pledge of Allegiance, and that was. I mean, this is an adorable video. If you if you have time to watch, you haven't watched it yet. You should watch it. Um, but uh, so you, you literally went through the pack meeting as if you were all in person, right? Exactly. We uh, we got everybody there. We had a, a little bit of a gathering time while people were getting clicked in and on, their video on and their audio on. Mm-hmm. And um, I had pulled up one of our flags out of my uh, Cub Scout closet and held it up in front of the, the camera, and we all stood up. And it was, it was adorable because the scouts were either uh, – had their hand on their heart. We had a few scouts that were in full uniform, and they stood there saluting, and they did the pledge, and then we went right into the scout oath and the scout law, and and uh, it just really warmed my heart to see the, the scouts. They were so excited to see one another. And then we uh, we had our, our opening prayer, and then we just went into talking about how we could be helpful at home and helpful to others and how important it was that we listened to what the uh, government officials and our health uh, care workers are telling us to do by washing our hands and keeping ourselves safe. And I tried to keep it really upbeat, but I also let them know that, you know, if they were having a hard time and they needed somebody to talk to to make sure that they, they reached out to somebody. But they were just so excited to see one another, which was just really special to see. Right, and that's that's the comment that I, I really sat with me was the uh, the fact that they were so excited to see their friends. Uh, it's something that you don't really think about, I guess, that they, I mean, as a as a 24-year-old adult to a certain degree, I can pretty much communicate with all my friends the same way I normally communicate with them. Um, but they're, I mean, face-to-face with them five days a week, eight hours a day um, sometimes. Um, so that's it's really interesting to just think about. You, you said this uh, actually in here, and I pulled it up. I, I put out, you know, six talking points with your child. Um, it, it came from a, a kidshealth.org from a person that has a PhD in, in psychology. Uh, and they, they talked about this. It's just kind of like not to avoid the conversation, but to help your child's uh, anxious mind, as, as we all are probably anxious during this time. 
Um, so I think it's one of the major things actually I was reading this article was that you try to do as much as you possibly can to create your normal day. So the fact that yep. you guys didn't change your meeting time, um, some of the kids showed up in uniform, which was great. It helped the video make it, you know, even more adorable. But at the same time, it also showed that, you know, the, the parents were also into this. Um, yes, they were. Which is great. Um, do you guys I, have plans I, to do another meeting? Yeah, definitely. We're just we're going to do it every Tuesday night. Um, I got so many comments from the parents immediately afterwards in my my inbox and on Facebook about how much they their kids needed that and and how much they needed it too. And and that also talks about you know two deep leadership that none of the children were online without their parents being right there beside them. Sure. Um, and so mm-hmm. it was just I mean it was just a really a really neat experience you know i i i didn't think it would it touch me as much as it as it did but when i i will admit when i hung up the phone with the last one i did get a little emotional because i i really miss all the scouts so much i'm gonna reach out to the ones who weren't able to be online to see Mm -hmm. if it was um just if they don't have a computer and i just want to make sure to tell them that they can call in definitely they don't have to be on a computer they can just do the the um the phone in and, and be a part of it you can't see everybody of course but they can at least hear sure yeah you know that's a that's a big actually i i you say that and i didn't really think about it i mean um for example you know my where i grew up is still there's no access to internet um and i believe you're in orange county correct correct yeah and so the i mean I know for a fact where I lived when I grew up, which isn't far from here, um, I, I had no internet, you know, access. My, my mother and father still don't have the capability to even get it. Um, but the option to call in would have definitely been an option for, for us. And so right. the, I think that's a, a really great way to kind of find a middle ground in this. No, you, you said that, you know, too deep leadership is still being practiced. Um, the, mm-hmm. the, the part that makes us, you know, some parents you can see them throughout the video or the one kid, you know, ask if he had a, they even had a flag in their house, which I thought was hilarious. And, you know, the, but, but the parents, some of them, you know, let their child sit there in front of the camera, right? Like let them be the person there. Yeah. Um, which I thought was really important. It made the kid feel, I think that, you know, he was, he was in the meeting, he was doing the same thing mom and dad are doing probably for their job or, you know, he's, he's, you know, he's doing something that's relatively, you know, very mature of him. Uh, so this could be also a good learning step for for some of these children too. Yep. So it, no, it I, just, and and they got they got more comfortable. I mean, some of them were really really timid at first when we started, and but right. then as the more we talked, and they realized, wait a minute, this is just like our normal meeting. We're just not in the same room together. They right. uh, began to relax, began to open up a little bit more, and right. um, we talked to the boys about. Um, maybe writing postcards to me about things that they've been doing. And so I'm going to share my address with them to, uh, so that they feel like they're in contact that way as well. You know, we're in such an uncertain time right now that there's so much turmoil and we don't even know what next week's going to hold. But I think this is a great opportunity for those of us in the scouting program just to really drive home the values that we have and how we're going to maintain our program even though we can't be face-to-face with our scouts and our scout friends. Right. 
Well, thank you, Tracy, so much for joining us. Um, I do appreciate this. This will actually go up today. Um, but, yeah, thank you so much. Sure. And that was an interview with our very own Tracy Stakem. We were very excited to have her on the podcast, and we thank you, Tracy, for everything that you're doing, um, giving your hour a week a little bit more oomph this time of the year, especially what we're going through. I do want to let everyone know that, actually, Tracy and I, we ended the recording, we talked a little bit more just about this, the status of kind of what's going on. Um, and, you know, Tracy, if you know her, she's got a very positive attitude in a lot of things. Um, and it can be contagious, which is phenomenal. Um, that's what makes us happy when she's talking to, you know, Cub Scouts about making sure they're staying home, making sure they're washing their hands. So she talked a little bit about something that um, and I'm going to share this because I think it's such an important thing to remember. She talked about how when her grandmother um, was alive, she, she lived through the Great Depression. And she talked about how wonderful of a time it was. Um, and Tracy started to say, you know, talk, you know, said to her grandmother that how in the world could that have been a wonderful time? You had nothing. And her grandmother said, you know, we had each other. Um, that is a very true statement of what we have now. Um, some of us are, are being laid off and some of us are, you're probably going through really tough times right now. Um, but the, the reality of it is we are being forced to care about each other even more than, I mean, for for decades that we've ever had to do. So take this time and, and truly find the roots of where the scouting movement itself is founded. And, and not just in doing your good turn daily, but in the fact of, you know, caring for one another. Um, this is a time to preach and then live by the 12 points um, of the scout law. So I just wanted to remind everyone of that. I thought that was such a, a moving actual piece uh, of, um, of information that Tracy gave me there. Uh, and I know that was personal. And it, at the same time, it was also very, very important. So next time I, I'm going to be on this, I'll be sharing some news, hopefully with everyone, a little bit of another update from the council. But at the same time, I'll be interviewing someone else. I'm not entirely sure who that is, um, but if you have any questions, if you have any suggestions also of anybody you'd like to hear on here, please let me know. I just felt like those two people were important for right now and kind of what they're doing. So I just wanted to thank you again for listening to this week's podcast, and we hope that you enjoyed it as much as I did. Remember to go to Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter to check out how you can send voice messages to us so we can answer them next time on the podcast. Till next time, don't forget to do your good turn daily until we meet again. Thank you.